Hello, I'm Roger Baker, Executive Director of the Stratfor Center for Applied Geopolitics at RAIN. This podcast is brought to you by RAIN Worldview, the premier digital publication for objective geopolitical intelligence and analysis. Find out how RAIN can help you stay ahead of global events at rainnetwork.com. Welcome to Rain's Essential Geopolitics Podcast. I'm Emily Donahue. So, Chile. What happens now that voters overwhelmingly rejected a constitutional rewrite that had actually been worked on for the past 12 months? Carmen Colosi is here. She's Rain's Latin America analyst, and she is an expert on the country. Carmen, welcome. Thank you so much for having me, Emily. Thank you for being here. Carmen, I thought that the constitutional rewrite process started because... A majority of Chileans voted in favor of it, no? Yeah, that's exactly correct. So Chileans voted in favor of creating a new constitution overwhelmingly. 76% of Chileans were in favor of it. Um, This was interesting because over the course of the constitutional rewrite process, we saw Chileans elect mostly leftist and independent Um, to the constitutional um, convention. So the people that were writing the constitution were not from majority traditional parties in Chile. And so what this meant is that as the constitution was being written over the course of the last 12 months, we saw a few interesting things be put in. So one of the things that I'll highlight here is that the constituents essentially pushed forward a right for nature. So they gave nature the right to um, be defended by the state. Now, this is completely unheard of for constitutions. It would have been the first constitution to have an addendum like this. But there were some more tame aspects of the the constitution. A lot of the aspects around the regulatory environment were going to be left up to legislation and things like that. However, there were these more extreme parts of of the document. And as the Constitution was being drafted, we really saw um, support for the Constitution decline drastically. And finally, as we saw on Sunday, um, the Chilean population with um, a very high voter turnout came out and um, rejected the new Constitution. We're now in a point where a majority of Chileans have rejected the constitution. However, we've seen some polling that showed that Chileans are actually in favor still of having a new constitution. They just maybe didn't like this version of the constitution that was recently drafted. So, Carmen, what happens now? I mean, if people are interested in a new constitution, what will the government do? So, the government of Gabriel Boric really hit the ground running after the constitutional rejection. Mind you, this is a very left-wing government, really in favor of these kind of broader, more structural changes. Um, So this government really hit the ground running, and it's reached out to a, a bunch of different political parties within its coalition. Right now, Chile's Congress is looking into another a potential process to draft a whole new constitution. So what this looks like practically is that Chile would go and move directly into a new process of, you know, voting for constituents potentially and um, getting a body that's going to draft the new constitution. The concern there 
is if Chile goes into a new constitutional drafting process that we could see history repeat itself. So we could see Chileans and, and the people that are drafting this constitution again take a very maximalist stance and um, really try to make very large structural changes within Chile. Many people, on the other hand, have commented that if people have seen how the, the past constitutional rewrite went, that a new constitutional rewrite will be treated with a lot more care, with a lot more um, detail, and that we could see potentially some polling about potentially what Chileans like or don't like about the current constitution in order to create a better future one. Carmen, turning to business now, I mean, Chile is known for its vast supply and export of copper and other metals and minerals. Will the effort to enact a constitutional change impact this copper production? Yes. So in the recent rejection of the constitutional rewrite, it will likely temporarily ease some concerns among the business sector um, that Chile's regulatory landscape could change and that potentially Chile could uh, change its concessionary policies when it comes to um, extracting these uh, resources from, from the country. When the constitutional rewrite was rejected, that really kind of alleviated a lot of the near-term concerns. However, as the government is likely to go into a new constitutional rewrite process, we're likely to see um, companies be really wary of launching these large new copper and lithium projects within Chile. Um, this is due to a few factors. First is that mines usually take years to begin generating a profit. Uh, they have very long lead times between development and production. And so what this means is that if you're going to create a mining project in Chile, you're looking at a very long time frame. Um, and many people are concerned that over the course of that time frame, the constitution could change and it would not be so business friendly anymore. Um, so what that means is that you could have a slowdown in new project starts for mining in Chile. What this means for the world is, is interesting. A lot of uh, Chilean copper specifically goes to China. So if there are little to no new project starts in Chile, we could see um, a slowdown of copper production. We could potentially see some issues concerning Chinese development as well. This is in the very long term. And in the short term, it's something that we will have to wait and see um, how the Chilean process is when it comes to rewriting uh, its new constitution for the second time. Carmen Colosi is a Latin America analyst with RAIN. Thank you, Carmen. Thank you so much for having me. You can read Carmen's analysis of Chile's constitutional referendum in Worldview, RAIN's geopolitical intelligence solution. With interactive graphics, RAIN's exclusive global risk monitor, key forecast questions, and global threat monitoring, security professionals rely on RAIN Worldview. Sign up for a trial at RAINnetwork.com. I'm Emily Donahue, and I thank you for listening. Thank you.